Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yeserski. We got David Shrupp on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And thank you guys for rolling with us on this leap day, February 29th of 2024 uh here in the metroplex uh looks like man looks like uh jamal murray might have hurt himself yeah i was um, looking at he was limping off the court and that would be uh that would shake up the whole west if he's hurt he is walking off the court so i imagine it can't be too serious uh, i mean i'm no doctor but you imagine that he that probably won't lead to him missing time and if it does it's very minimal but i mean yeah, he he is a dude who feels oft injured, and should they not be healthy, that really opens some things up in the West. If Denver has any level of, you know, has any level of, I don't know, weakness at some point, especially as they are, they are really humming along of late. So, um, like I said, ten o'clock here on the get right typically means we'll do a little bit of headlines. And we'll get that going started right now, including your Dallas Stars, who were active this evening, welcoming in the Winnipeg Jets, who came in uh, in first in the Central Division no ahead longer. of your Stars, because your Stars have had a little bit of a tough stretch, particularly defensively, as they had gone on the road. You're right, no longer in that regard. Stars handle business easily. 4-1 to one is the score. Three goals in the first period. Jace Robertson, uh, Joe Pavelski, uh, Logan Stankoven. Uh, all score goals in the first period. Rope Hintz ends up with an empty netter at the in the third period, and easy does it, right? Yep. They managed to get a win. Get back on track. Put them back on track and back atop the Central Division. Uh, they can keep going and making that, you know, trying to grow that lead or keep themselves ahead as they'll face off against the not very good um, San Jose Sharks on Saturday evening. Yeah, the Sharks are bad. It's unfortunate because they were one of my favorite teams growing up. I don't know why. Because they were the Sharks. I That's probably, why. Like As much as you're like, I don't know why, we them, all know them why. Them and the Anaheim Ducks. Those are the two teams. And really, like, towards. shout out to the Ducks franchise and Disney for putting that together because I think Disney was part of the ownership when they when they got that expansion. They knew what they were doing, and they, it worked perfectly because they, they, just, they just gave us a little propaganda with it. Yeah. They gave us the Mighty Ducks series that was fantastic. Yep. And then they're like, here is a real-life Anaheim Ducks team. You want to be a fan? And we're all like, yes. It the, was those. The sweaters are gorgeous. Yes, we will be fans of your team. It was those two, the Detroit Red Wings, and then obviously the, the Dallas Stars. Which which is fair because, again, the Detroit Red Wings were really good yeah. in that time we were coming up. I definitely had, uh, yeah, everybody looked at, a little bit at those Red Wings. Maybe, maybe even like you would have uh, appreciation for the Blues, even mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. 
Don't nobody care about the Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, shout out to the Dallas Stars, the local hockey team, doing that hockey. You love to see it. Um, I found this to be interesting as we continue to get you your headlines on this evening. Kike Hernandez, who is uh, a new Dodgers utility man, he voices displeasure with the state of the free agent market. Uh, he was on foul territory. And he said uh, he just resigned with L.A. for one year, four million dollar deal. He said, I'm not going to say the C word, but I think the C word needs a capital C. The word that he's talking about is not anything vulgar. It's collusion. Oh, OK. And so this is I mean, obviously, again, th- relatively thinly veiled. But the idea being, I, I think these baseball players have looked around the league and we've talked about this for a few off seasons. Uh, the idea that it feels like the, the, the teams have come together and decided where they will and where they will not, um, you know, allow players to, you know, maybe push them in negotiations and that's not it's not supposed to be an entire league making this decision against the players. And I I mean, you do have to wonder a little bit. I understand people don't really like Scott Boris um, himself, even if you like his clients at certain points. But I mean, the way that Scott Boris has a whole bunch of clients out here just not getting contracts, especially not in like the ways that you were typically used to seeing. It did make me think, I wonder if teams kind of got together in the kind of wink, wink, nod, nod way and are saying we are not going to acquiesce in this way, which, I mean, kind of operates somewhat like collusion. i ask you this, Reggie. Can you ever stop collusion? I don't think you can. There's social media. There's text messaging. If me and you were on a team and you're on a separate team and we've worked together and I'm like, hey, I really want you to come to my team in the next offseason. Well, no, I think you're thinking more like tampering. Okay. I'm t- collusion being like teams working together and saying, "Oh, okay, okay. we can lower the that. price if we don't compete or what have mm. you," right? Like that type of thing. Yeah, that's that's a big no-no, especially with when you have the hierarchy of how baseball goes, where the teams at the top tend to stay at the top based on payroll, and teams at the bottom teams tend to stay at the bottom. And we've seen the Dodgers at the top of that payroll and getting whatever free agent they want. Yeah, that's something that uh, definitely need to put a fork in it. But who, who do we do we believe in Manfred being able to in, 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 invoke that? Being well, able to put his foot in that. The tough part, tough part about that is that Manfred, being the commissioner of baseball, you would imagine like has interest in that not happening. But you got to remember, the commissioner of these sports works at the behest of these teams. Yep. And so, in a way, like this is still on his side of things. So it would really be incumbent upon the players' association taking up some kind of litigation should they believe that this is uh, something that's happening. We'll see if ultimately that happens. But, yeah, we've had multiple occasions where we've kind of thought that that's somewhat what is happening. And we've seen a a decent amount of time where the players have not necessarily used as much of that, like, collective collective labor, bargaining power or, you know, that we we know historically the MLB Players Union has been, Players Association has, has been really strong about, so... Maybe maybe we get close to that, or maybe they're you know losing their power in this uh, in this per- perpetual kind of give and take of yep. labor negotiation. It's a um, tough one, tough especially the police. It's weird getting in between it. Of is this is this not? Can we prove it? Can we not? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the tough part about collusion at times. Uh, Blake, as we continue getting you some headlines on this evening, have you ever heard of somebody just like popping up married? Have you ever seen that happen? Or at uh, least like popping up in a relationship. Like you've oh, definitely seen time. people like that where it's like, oh yeah, they're and then all of a sudden on like Valentine's Day, yeah, you see pictures with them and somebody else, and you're like, hold on, when did that happen? Oh, we got we're not gonna we've seen it. We've seen them pop up, especially on Valentine's Day. I thought you were but you were with 
Oh, now you in a relation. Okay. Okay, we're going to keep it rolling, keeping it pee. <laughs> and so with that being the case, uh, Shohei Otani popped up married today. Okay. As, you know, he hasn't debuted with the Dodgers yet in spring training. Uh, oh, actually, no. I mean, he hasn't debuted officially because, of course, he played a couple days ago. <laughs> Home runs and all that. Uh, and he just... Show he on I think on his Instagram or just re- relatively social media I def- definitely saw it his Instagram he you know put out a just a nice letter white background and black uh, Japanese lettering and he said not only have I began a new chapter in my career with the Dodgers but I have also began a new life with somebody from my native country to Japan who is very special to me and I wanted everyone to know that I'm now married I'm excited for what is to come thank you for your support love it. Love it. Let's go. Just popped up Mary. It, it, I, I love it. Um, hopefully it distracts him and he doesn't do as well in the National League and someone else can win MVP. Um, yeah, good and luck. The, and the good Dodgers will be good. Good, good, good would, luck with that. Would love that. The, I think the Dodgers are going to be good. The question ends up being, do the Dodgers ultimately do the winning that they're supposed to do? Because that's, and that, and that, that's, that's only be the, the World thing. Series. That's literally only the World Series. It's not even making it. It's winning the World Series for like the next three years. That's the standard. At least you got to do it at least once. It has to happen at least once. In fact, it's got to happen here, or else Dave Roberts, buddy, buddy, thanks for stopping by the booth. Uh, but yes, he'll be popping up with a with a new girlfriend, aka a new team. He gonna be switching. Assuming someone else gives him a job. Well, look, and I guess I shouldn't go that far because Dave Roberts has been a good manager, but oof, ooh, they they have definitely had some disappointments there with the Dodgers recently. Um, I. The probably the most popular college basketball player of the last season or two. Her name is Kaylin Clark. She's pretty popular. Very popular. Obviously, you always hear about the records that she breaks. And now, um, I think she, she's done, right? I think she looked around and said there's nothing more to be done as today she let us know that she will be declaring for the WNBA draft. So I think this, she's a lock number one. I Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so. Um, and so she will be going on to the WMA. I saw a lot of conversation happening today. Um, NIL and stuff. Yeah, and, money. and it just makes me wonder how much people think like is happening, how much NIL money people think is actually going to these these players because it's there's no way they're getting the money that I think a lot of people think that they're getting. Also, with like Caitlin in particular, um, I think that all that marketing, all those marketing opportunities are still going to be available to yep. her. She's still going to be getting lots and lots of money. I believe the Indiana Fever have the number one pick in the WNBA That sounds draft. right. So you just pair her with Aaliyah Boston and Prosper. There you go. And she will be getting a, a good amount of guap, especially for the number one overall pick. You said guac? Gu- <laughs> with a P. Yes. Guap. Yeah. But uh, she'll, probably, she'll probably get a guac sponsorship, whatever she wants. What what do you think is some I'm trying to think of anything her name rhymes with that would get her a quick sponsorship right off the bat? Hawkeye, huh. Yellow, Golden Chick, Chicken Express, Shooter. That's not that's not my job. I'm not doing that. Somebody okay. else somebody else gets paid to do I that. I was just seeing if there's anyone that popped off like Kool Aid McKinstry. He's he's got it set. Well, yeah, I feel like he definitely got to get the Kool Aid. I got a nickname. Nickname. Oh, I thought you were talking about nicknames for Kaylin Clark. My oh bad. no, no, we weren't coming up with nicknames. What are you doing in there? You're like half paying attention. You're like, I want to jump in, but I also kind of know what's happening. What, what are we doing? Podcasting back there? Is that what's going on? <laughs> nickname is crazy. I will not be giving her <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> I can get messy. I'm not doing that. I, I think she's a great player. Gonna be number one overall pick. Um, I think it was. I think it was 17 points away from Pete Maravich's college record. 
that that she was going for. She so. was, and I honestly I forgot to go back and ch- double check what she what Someone she put said up. Pop tarts. I don't know if Pop Tarts is going to be pushing for the Caitlin Clark sponsorship. You got to see a lineup. There's got to be a lineup somewhere. I don't know. We'll we'll see that eventually. But um, obviously we got to workouts on the field at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy today uh, as the combine turns to the field as opposed to just talking to the various coaches and. Um, General managers time. and executives and such. That's still happening, as we heard from Will McClay. In fact, DallasCowboys.com got a nice, probably like five-minute interview yep. with him. Shout um, out Nick Harris. Great interview. Nick Harris. Shout out Nicole Harrison. Mm-hmm. They did a fantastic job. But we saw some interesting happen, uh, interesting things happening, like uh, like Chop Robinson, yep. Florida State, running running like crazy when we talk about a defensive end. I think it was a 4-4-8 mm-hmm. was his official time. Um, Penn State boy, just like Micah. Oh yeah, that's sorry. Penn State. Yeah, that's Penn State. The floor state was uh, Jared Verse. Jared Verse. That's right. He was also a and lot then of Fisky. Fisky was the other lot, Florida lot of, State. A lot of big dudes running fast, man. Yeah. Uh, if you if you like seeing people run fast, combine can be really fun for you. Yeah. Um, this was a thing that was kind of not fun to find out about Notre Dame defensive end Javante Jean Baptiste. Apparently, he spent all of last night and this morning dealing with food poisoning, yep. throwing up until 10 a.m. Which, like, I feel like it's like, oh, I was up throwing up. And then it answers you, like, 4, 6 a.m. Throwing up till 10 a.m. is wild. He hydrated all morning and ate at noon after going 24 hours with food and still wanted to get out there and test. And let me tell you, he's much better than I am. Nah, nah, much I, better than I am. I need, I need to read between the lines real quick, Reggie. Do we think this was a PR answer? And he was really throwing up till 10 a.m. And they said, oh, man, he... He overslept or he just wasn't feeling good or he had a little too much fun the night before. I'm not saying he did. I'm just we're just speculating. And this was like, hey, you got to send this in and and Rappel tweeted out or he was truly throwing up until 10 a.m. And then has this historic story that we're bringing up his name now and had a great combine workout. What 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 side of the coin are you on? I think the dude was just up there throwing up. Okay, I I don't anticipate that he was out here turning up in Indy. I, I don't know if he was turning up. But 10 a.m. feels like a long time to be throwing up and then be good to play, do a combine the next day. That like, does make me wonder, like, hey, bro, where were you eating uh, in Indy that you, you ended up with food poisoning? What like is that? Indy known for? What is their what is their cuisine they're known for? I guess, like, steak. They have a steakhouse that everybody talks about. Was it Elmo's or whatever? I, is that sure. the right one? Am, am ne- I on the right never place? Never been to Indianapolis there. for a long period of time. So someone texts in, what is the Indianapolis food cuisine that may have poisoned our boy? Or what are they known for? Either or. I just find it interesting that it was for that long. I'm just just throwing it out there, just seeing. We don't know what happened. Um, maybe he really was throwing up for that long. But, you know, Rappaport obviously is only going to tweet stuff that he thinks is admirable. So, interesting, interesting point. Ni- nice little um, pointer on uh, Combine Day as some guys weren't able to be there at their appropriate And I, I imagine that, that that, I would hope that that goes somewhere with, you know, executives and teams. Like, look at that guy powering through. That's what I'm will, saying. Will, will to succeed. Yeah. And we get want one of those guys on our team. Like, you turn a negative into a positive. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, and this is why, amongst other reasons, why I was not playing in no NFL. Because if I had been throwing up all night till 10 a.m., I'd be in bed and nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Literally no. Well, actually, the only other place that I might be, the bathroom. Right there. There you go. Those are the two places where you might be able to find me. Definitely not on no football field. Um, as we continue to get you your headlines on this evening in the Metroplex, I did want to circle back around to this because I did say that we get you more details on it. Uh, a judge um, has upheld a decision requiring Jerry Jones to take a paternity test as part of a legal dispute with 
the 27-year-old woman who said that uh, Jerry Jones is her biological father. Um, so that happened on it happened yesterday. Um, they the judge rejected an appeal from Jerry Jones of the 2022 ruling in the paternity case brought to brought to the court by Alexandra Davis, who previously alleged in a separate lawsuit that she was uh, conceived from a relationship that Jerry Jones had with her mother in the mid 90s. And so, you know, attorneys, Jerry Jones's attorneys challenging the constitutionality of the Texas law that would make him um, you have to do genetic testing. But ultimately, um, at least according to the ruling yesterday, that appeal was denied. So if you go back to March of 2022, Davis sued Jerry in Dallas County asking for a judge to void the legal agreement that he had uh, he had agreed to with her mother, Cynthia Davis. And they reached that two years after she was born. The 1998 settlement allegedly said that Jerry Jones should had to support them financially as long as they didn't publicly say that Alexandra was. Well, Jerry, there goes that bread Jones, because so. she just came out and said that. Well, Jerry's I mean, like, and that, that happened in twenty in two, uh, 2022, right? Yeah. But I mean, at this point now, it seems like Jerry Jones is going to be compelled to have to take a DNA test. And uh, ultimately, would it be a Cowboys offseason without a Cowboys offseason? I, mean, I feel like we had gone through a few. Well, I guess at least one off season because again, this happened two off seasons ago. Where where it was it was pretty chill, right? Yes, there's, there's always something. I mean, we had the Micah podcast to start us off. No, that wouldn't even start us off. We had the moms sound. Oh off. yes, Mo- mom brother combination. And then we had the podcast clips coming out. And then we had the Demarcus Lawrence radio Rose stuff. Now we got Jerry Jones doing a paternity test. What's it gonna be next week? Stephen Jones. Says that I, the Cowboys I, aren't real. <laughs> I was like, I doubt Stephen Jones will do anything, uh, anything particularly messy. Stephen seems like he's just real chill. He, everything's like Stephen's drink. Stephen Jones seems like a milk drinker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, <laughs> I could be wrong in that regard. You never know what kind of stuff people get into. And it was um, St. Elmo's Steakhouse, famous for shrimp cocktail from the night. That is true. That is true. I have heard that. I, I haven't t- tasted it because I also have not been to Indy. Um, Hopefully that changes at some point. Come by. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that I need to stay for a long time, but I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to. You know, see see what see what that's about. Um, you mentioned the idea of Stephen Jones maybe saying the Cowboys aren't real. <laughs> uh, you know where I'm going next. Uh, th- there, there's been some interesting draft interviews yep. at the combine. One of those being with Illinois tight end Tip Ry- Ryman, uh, who apparently is a firm believer of the birds aren't real uh, thing that's going around, that that had gone around. Now I I am very familiar with this because it was it's a very fun thing to point to, except one of the things that I realized very early on is I don't know how many people actually uh believe, or, or really believe it, or how many people are in on like kind of the joke of it all. See, and when I went on my rant mm, two weeks ago, I'm kind of tongue in cheek in it. Like I'm not sitting here at night doing like this heavy deep research. I think it is kind of fun to poke at. His thing was like, how do we know they're not going to the polls to recharge? And you, I've never well, yeah, seen no, a baby pigeon. The idea of the birds aren't real is that like birds are drones operated by the government <laughs> to surveil folks, right? Like that's the joke, right? And he said, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? How do we know that power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? Because obviously we see you, you see a lot of like birds hanging out on power lines at times. So Almost like, always. That's right. It makes you think. And so there you go. These these are these are uh, according to Owen Reese of uh, the covers the draft. These are the hard hitting hitting moments of the combine. So I, I guess guys finding ways to have fun out there, or maybe just espousing their real values out there. Either way, that's that's the combine for Apparently you. Apparently, he said that he, he he the flat world theorists that they have some valid points as well. Same guy. Oh buddy, oh buddy, you better be good at football. Blake being toxic as usual. I'm just. 
What did Blake do that was we're toxic? We're just sharing their thoughts. I'm just saying with uh, Tip Ryman. Is that what he said his name was? Tip Ryman? Raymond? What was his last name? Tip? Oh, Ryman, I believe. R-E-I-M-A-N. Apologies if I'm not saying that correctly. So he is correctly. toxic. I am just repeating what he said. Very good. Excellent. Um, yeah, so let's let's veer away from the toxicity of it all as we get you we got you some of your headlines. I don't like the as usual. <laughs> Always toxic. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, well, no. Before we move along, I do want to give you this headline: as the MLB, the jerseys, that thing has been going the on through jerseys, right? The the Nike jersey fiasco that has been um, that has been manufactured by um, fanatics, and it's just been really tough. And we found another area in which. They have been deficient. Apparently, the road the road grays, right? That jerseys that you know teams will wear, they're mismatched. So I'm talking about the jersey shirt and then the the baseball pants. The different shades of gray. Different shades of gray, man. Have we not been through this before? So we've seen this with we're seeing this with the St. Louis Cardinals. That's obviously a very classic kind of gray with the red lettering and numbers. And apparently uh, yesterday there was a broadcast on SNY of the afternoon game between the Mets and the Cards. And you can see it. Uh, Miles Miklas is on the mound and his pants are very clearly a lighter shade of gray than the jersey is. And so that here is we just are. great. That MLB is just knocking it out of the park with these jerseys, man. It seems like a home run. Yeah, not, Nike is just in a place where this this is really really bad. Have we heard one good story about the jerseys? It's been bad. It's been lettering. It's been quality. It's been transparency. It's been coloring. I think I've seen people talk about how breathable they are. Oh yeah, because they're see through. Because it's. <laughs> I mean, the, the the idea. I believe Nike sold these as like a different uh, or like a different um, kind of like technical upgrade in order to help uh, increase performance in these things, but. The perform the performance really has to be there because there's been a lot of a lot of other things I, that have felt like starts hitting 40 home not runs. <laughs> I don't know that the performance <laughs> would change. I don't how would how would a jersey in fact help you hit a home run in that way? But yes, uh, yeah, that that's that that was another thing that we learned today or actually yesterday that yeah the, these MLB jerseys even worse even worse than we realized. Someone brought up a good thing about the birds. Um, how did All birds right. charge before electricity was invented? Basically, they're they're supporting the other side. See here, here the the uh, the theory, and of course, here I am just continuing to espouse this theory that the birds aren't real. The the theory is that the bird real birds were substituted with drones somewhere in I don't know what I don't remember what year the people posit, but at some point. The government substitute all the real birds with drones. That's that's the so birds were once real and now they're drones. That's right. There's what is what there's the, the movie not Zap. What's Bolt? I think Bolt plays into that. The animated the, film with the little super dog and I think the birds in there are are government. Okay, all things. right. And I think that that helps. I might watch Bolt tonight. Okay, very good. Report back tomorrow. Well, very good. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. Those are some of your headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. Coming up next, you brought you brought an interesting topic to me, the idea of similar players, right? Yes, 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 yes. There is a lot of players that try to play like other players. Can they do it, though? There is an 18-year-old in Greece who plays just like Luca, and we'll talk about is there are some other players that do the same. Next on the fan. So get right right here on 105.3. The fan, Reginald Datatuli, here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. We got David Shrupp on the ones and twos for you. Thank you, sir, and thank you guys for rolling with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Stars get a win, 4-1 to one this evening. Pretty solid one against the Winnipeg Jets to take them back above the Winnipeg Jets in the Central Division standings. 
And we've just been having fun on this leap day um, of 2024. Keep sending those. Uh, send in 877-881-1053. I want to re-rack the idea of in honor of leap day, who are the greatest leapers that you've ever seen. That was a fun thing that we had going earlier. Another thing that we caught um, was a little bit of news when it comes to the combine, as it is combine week, that um, apparently Caleb Williams has made an interesting decision when it comes to the combine. We know that he's not going to throw alongside. I know that uh, Drake May isn't throwing. Um, who else isn't throwing? I think Jane Daniels. I think the, that that it's, whole group of the three guys the, that we anticipate being the first three gone. Yeah, no, no Daniels, no May, no Caleb. None of them are throwing because none of them have anything to gain. It's only they would lose if they were to throw bad. Versus the McCarthys and the Bo Nicks and the Penix and the Spencer Rattlers will be throwing. Yeah, Penix absolutely needs to be out there. Maybe not even for the throwing. I think the the medicals, medicals is going to be big. the big thing for him as he's had some injury issues. I don't I don't know that he had a season at Indiana that he did not end uh, without having some level of injury yeah. within. So he he's going to be and our medicals will be a big part of it. And medicals end up being a big part of this story. Is appears Caleb Williams is not going to. Um, give medicals out to various teams when it comes to uh, at the combine, which really was what the initial idea of the combine was for to get all these players in and get teams medical evaluations of what these players are at. Caleb Williams is not going to do that for these teams. Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting headline when you see that he's declining medical examinations with teams at the combine and didn't sign off on having his medical record shared with all the teams. Um, there is a little bit more to it when you read a little bit deeper into the story that he will plan to submit medical exams with the teams he meets with individually in the pre-jab process and that the length of the time of the medical examination as well as the redundancy of having doctors from all this need to examine the players and ask the same questions is something that him and his team didn't want to do. So I think it's a little bit of a doesn't look great on the surface, but it kind of makes sense when you, he realizes he's probably only going to one or two teams and it's like, hey, Bears, Washington, maybe Patriots. When you do your pre-draft process with me, I'll, I'll give you my medicals, but I'm not just going to have all that going out to the world and maybe having something leaked or whatever it may be or just doesn't want to do the process of knowing that he's going high in that draft. But usually most of these guys don't care, and they and it's shared as this is one of the first times we've seen this not being able to share it. So just something to watch. Because he is entering with no agent as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this seems interesting because it does seem like there's even more than other situations trying to kind of negotiate and navigate – um, who who gets to play ball when it comes to the draft. Interesting way of kind of players or at least players' representatives trying to take a little bit more control of it, at least the way that I I perceive it. Um, from the 469s, they said shout-out to their 14-year-old daughter, daughter, Riley, who won the triple jump and second and long jump at her most recent track meet. Well, there's another leaper to add to the list. Real leapers only here on the Get Right this evening. But, yeah, you, you were talking a little bit about some players that, you know, and, and being similar. Can you explain to me what, what's going on here? Yeah, so I was scrolling Instagram, and it was actually a video that was two days old when I saw it the other day. Um, and it was titled Greek Luca. And I, when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, gosh. Here we here go. We go right. again. Everyone trying to – I watched it, Reggie. I had to put it on my story. This guy, 18-year-old, I'm, I'm probably going to mess up his name. He's 6'7 from Greece. Uh, Neok, Neoklis, N-E-O-K-L-I-S. I don't speak Greek, so I'm not. And then Avdalis, that was, that was my best uh, pronunciation. He plays like Luca. I'm talking about the the snatch dribble, the no-look passes. Does he have the D-cell dribble? The, like? the, the D-cell, the pace that he plays with. 
the finishing around the rim. He even does the kind of get down low and the pump fake and up and under kind of stuff. I think he's a little lighter too, Blake. A little bit lighter, like lighter as in in in, in the weight. Yes, and the okay. way. What do you think I, I was saying? I why, why, why are we, why are we body shaming? Right I, I didn't know. Yeah, it's you, not body shaming. Why, I'm just saying that means he's going to move easier on his feet. That doesn't. Well, we're trying to mean compare that. them, not decompare them. I'm trying what? to say they're similar. Um, but anyways, I don't know what words just happened. <laughs> threw me off, David. He he plays very much similar to Luca, and I, I I'm not saying he is Luca and gonna have all the great stats that Luca had. I'm just saying he's 18 year old. And you can definitely tell he's watched Lucas film. He does a lot of the same mannerisms as him. And it has got me thinking, what are some players in any sport where you see two guys and you're like, those guys play quite similar to each other? It's definitely one that you kind of have to think about of, hey, this guy plays like this guy. Or they see that they model this game after this guy. I know a lot of a popular one was MJ and Kobe. Like, well, yeah, because Kobe Kobe tried to yep. steal his whole flow bar for bar, right? Yep. Like word now for people word. are making the SGA and Anthony Edwards, MJ comparisons with – Anthony Edwards really does play like Jordan, though. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you can definitely see that. Um, that's an interesting perspective because I think recently we've and sometimes this ends up being like the player comparisons where yep. we talk about in football or basketball, a guy comes in and we're like, he's like this guy. And it doesn't match talent level. I'm talking more how they play. The no, game. I know, but like there's talent level, and then also sometimes other things come into play because like Victor Wembanyama, right? Mm-hmm. He comes in and immediately because he's a long, lanky dude, we're like, hey, man. There's Kevin Durant in there, and there's yeah. some, there's some, a, a few things that come in there. Nobody calls him Kareem, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's just like yeah, they, they look similar, and I, I wonder how much those things filter in. Can I throw Demar Derozan as an MJ comp? I mean, the mid range. I'm trying to like this is the tough thing is I'm, I'm trying to picture Demar Derozan's game again in order to try and put those things in context. Not playing, but he he, def- he definitely. Yeah, is he even playing basketball right now? Because I know there's man. there was a ton of dudes that got hurt for, from the Bulls. But yeah, he's he's one of those guys that yeah yeah you looked at and you were like, hey, um, his I think the profile of shots he definitely oh another MJ comparison as of course there was a lot of dudes that looked at MJ and were like I would like to be that Kawhi Leonard especially like you yeah. see him in the playoffs game six against the Mavs playoffs and it's like it. oh that's Michael Jordan playing again he like he does a lot of his game is filtered to look like uh Michael Jordan. Um, obviously this is not super surprising because a lot of people have said this, but I was very early on saying that Luca played like James Harden. Thank you. Mm. I was going to say that. Oh my gosh. And you want to know the thing that got me? It wasn't like anything other, like the step back had not really been as prevalent. He, and now that I realize it, he's kind of chilled out on this when he was like first year, he did a lot of those floaters, like those mid range floaters. That really reminded me of how James Harden would pull up those floaters. And so that one absolutely was a comparison that I wanted to get to. Now, what about Glenn Davis and Grant Williams? I'm trying to remember how to. I was just trying to say, how did Baby Davis play? I'm trying to think, like, was he stretching the floor? I know he had a decent three, but I don't think he was stretching. He wasn't like, 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 sitting in the corner. Yeah, I feel like Eras ended up shifting that one a decent amount because of, like, Big Baby Davis. I feel like he played a lot more on the block than I don't – I'm not I'm, really thinking of I'm Grant looking on, Reddit. on the block as much. This, this one I think is, is true, but it could not be more – you got to know deep ball – Isaac Okoro and Josh Okoge. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not trying to think of it like I'm not I, I can that. see why because they're both really good. Def- well, they're both decent defenders, and they're not really known for their I, offense. I would say more than decent. They're pretty elite on ball defenders. That's true. They have really no offensive game. How about Pete Maravich and Steph Curry? I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I can think of Pete Maravich's Pistol Pete's game off the top of my head. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that to you. What I'm about? Not- what about? Who, who's your best Magic Johnson comp? 
that's really tough. I got a couple of names. Okay, David, go ahead and take your shots um, at it. First of all, we got to start with Oscar Robertson. You just have to. And I think Oscar Robertson, you can compare to him to LeBron, which is also where I was going to go to with Magic Johnson. LeBron was my first thought. I just, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with. I was leaning Ben one. Simmons. All right. And, well, Ben Simmons did play like for a short period of time with like the pace and the passing, but I, it that, it also feels disrespectful to say that. But I understand where you're going for there. So I, I'm looking on a Reddit thread. Jokic and and, and one Escalade. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> The passing absolutely looks similar. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. We got from the 214. Dak reminds me of Steve, Steve McNair later in his career. I can actually kind of see that. I can kind of see that. I, I I appreciate that. I do. Okay, here's a Grant Williams comparison for you. P.J. Tucker and Grant Williams, both short and stocky defenders for their position assigned to guard bigs and hit threes. Kind of. I, yeah. In a very cursory way. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah, keep those coming in if you have any that come to mind for you. Somebody said Dak reminds me of Alex Smith. Ah, <sighs> oh. how how mobile was Alex Smith? I ha- I have Alex Smith was decently mobile. Will, will we give Dak more of the mobile game? Not as no? much now. Okay. okay, like especially like depending Post on injury, the port- yeah. point period in the uh, in the time there. Um, so yeah, keep sending those in as you think about it. And shout out to the eight one seven says they're twenty days sober today. Yeah, keep we that going. Love that. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Just sheer power of will. And Ricky Rubio and Rajon Rondo. I can kind of see it. I can kind of see it. All right. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, time for the final call. We'll do it next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. David Shrupp, thank you for your work on this evening. And appreciate you guys rolling with us on this Thursday evening, this leap day on February 29th here, 2024. Does that mean this day will not happen again for four years? This day that's happening right now. We're kind of like in a time continuum right now. I don't think that's how that works. I have no idea. How okay, very good. Be I honest. appreciate the effort, though. <laughs> appreciate the shot. So this day will happen again. I don't know. Like, I don't even know exactly. Not, this particular day will never happen again because that's how days work. You, <laughs> you live them and they're done. Um, after that, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to answer the question, to be completely honest. Um, and I'm just going to pretend like it's rhetorical. Like it's just supposed to live out there in the ether. Uh, shout out to the Dallas Stars who get a, get the, the job done this evening at the American Airlines Center. They welcomed in 
uh, division uh, division foe, the Winnipeg Jets, and they get a four to one win over them. Three goals in the first period, open this thing up, and it looked pretty uh, solid all the way through there. Rope Hints adds a uh, fourth quarter empty or fourth quarter third period <laughs> empty netter. I went right to basketball. I love it. Third uh, period empty netter to finish it all four one. Was was the final. They are the stars that is atop the Central Division all by themselves on points. And they will be back on the ice on Saturday against the San Jose Sharks. Yes, and we I got roasted earlier for saying I was a Sharks fan. I was five at the time. Um, I just like you didn't colors. know about rivalries. You were just like, hey, look, I like the colors. <laughs> I like the colors. And I got it's, maybe it's, a player it's I shark. Like. It says it's shark. shark. It's cool. Sharks are cool. That, that Objectively, was, sharks are cool. Sharks are cool. Shark Week is the reason it's like the biggest animal week. Shark Week stinks, though. Is there, is there I'm any, willing to say is this. Is there any other animal that gets their own week? Nope. Giraffe Week? Please. Hippo Week? Please. Monkey Week? Nope. Flamingo Week? You wish. Shark Week. And everybody tunes in. Why am I having such a hard time with that question? Is there another animal that gets their own week? No, there's not. That's the reason why you're having a hard time. You're thinking of something imaginary. Okay. There's no other animal. That is fair. That is fair. Um... Is it Lion Week? That feels like if there, if there were to you be see what something, I'm saying? if like, there were to be something, to be like, it Lion seems Week. like an easy question. Maybe I'm just tired because my brain is like, but there might be one. Am I missing something? It's possible. Um, we did mention the, this NFL story earlier that I thought was interesting and want to re-rack the idea that the NFL is, has tested optical tracking devices for line to gain rulings, right? Like spotting. Uh, somebody said dog days, turkey day, dinosaur. They just said dinosaurs. That's like, a day, guys. <laughs> it just says dinosaurs. The text from the eight one seven simply says, "I don't know what I'm supposed to Actually, do with that eight one seven. They got a whole eternity. They got like thousands of years if you believe in that. So they got more than just a week. Okay, very good, excellent. Uh, but yeah, the NFL tested out some tracking devices to help like with rulings on line to gain. And somebody earlier mentioned the idea that soccer uses that with like offsides. Uh, things similar, but again, I think we get to this idea of um, like you have to also pair that with when when that player is down or whatever, whatever. But if they do manage to come up with this technology, is there any other place in sports where you would like to see where you think that like, hey, if we're getting this far on the technology, maybe Baseball. we can de- get technology to fix these things? You want Baseball. you want balls and strikes called? I want by balls them? and strikes, and I get it. I already know a thousand people are just fuming. They're gonna text in and they're the human furious. element and all. We those want things. the human element, and I- I'm tired of. It. Because, <laughs> fed up. there's catchers that are just great at framing and are just going to make balls look like strikes. And I just wish it's just super easy. Because in that World Series, when I was watching the Rangers and those terrible calls where I'm like, this is changing our franchise. That was a strike. That was a ball. Why is it just some guy behind the plate who gets to decide whether we strike or whatever? I'm like, just, just make it a zone. Boom. It's electrical. And if it's in the zone, cool. If it's not in the zone, cool. But, you know. People I know love the human element. I know I get a lot of pushback on that. It is what it is. That's how I feel. From the eight three zero, we're about to hack that system. That's hilarious. Like, <sighs> see, that's the other part that comes into it. Is all of it takes is the Houston Astros to get involved. And all right, like everything's a ball, or everything's a strike. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Go ahead and make a phone call. Yep. What was that noise again? Beep, boop, 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 boop. Very good. Thank you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember, is there anything else that I need to update? Deer season, Thanksgiving, you turkeys. That is, that's not a week about turkeys, guys. It's not called Turkey Week. That's Thanksgiving where we're talking about food. And if anything, it's Thanksgiving Day where you have the turkey. There is a thing called Shark Week 
There was no such thing as called Turkey Week or Puppy Week. I see people typing in. You're you're not correct. I'm sorry. Sharks are the top of animals. I don't know what to tell you. That's not. I didn't top. make. I didn't make Shark Week a thing. That's not me. Don't come at me. That's fair. Don't yell at me. From the nine seven two. Why are you trying to take away jobs, Blake? You're automating the rest jobs. Okay. What is that? Fifty jobs. They. You know what? It also creates a job. Someone's got to make the robots. Yeah, or but the that, technology. Those are not equal amount of jobs. Now we're getting to a whole different discussion that happens all the time. That I I don't feel like having right now. To be completely honest, that's the reason I'm an why I don't want to do Why that. you want to take our jobs? That's away. right. Oh God, that's I'm right. Sorry. Uh, speaking of uh, referees and jobs, I don't know that anybody and very many people knew this. I only just realized about it maybe last week. MLS is uh, just starting their season, Major League Soccer here in the states, and they are still in a labor negotiations dispute with the. PRO, the Professional Refs, uh, Referees Organization, that provides referees for MLS. So they're actually in the midst of using replacement refs for week two of Have their season. Have we seen this before? Have we seen replacement refs in a sport? Did I it go great? Just want to take you back to the Phil Mary and those things. And so, yeah, yeah. That also does make me wonder, like, do we appreciate enough the refs that we have? Like, obviously, we're going to be able to crack down on all sorts of refs. What, what sport has the best refs? I feel like every ref people hate. NFL, you're always making the bat worst pass interference call. We got a whole thing where brought us to the zebra report because of officiating playing such a big factor. NBA seems like they've been the worst they've ever been this year. Um, yeah, and uh, I saw Winters talking about this, and I thought he had an interesting point when it comes to the NBA is that they're they're suffering from some like brain drain, some talent drain because you've had kind of some of the old elder statesmen and the uh, officials retire. You've had some people, you know, kind of had to leave. Like, one of them had to leave because of Twitter. Like, they had been tweeting stuff and it's bad. had to it's, get them out of there. It's bad. Talk about collusion. <laughs> and some of the some of the younger or newer officials have come in, and some of them haven't been as good, which is somewhat to be expected. But also, at the same time, um, some of the elder statesmen now are, you know, messing up. And so that's something that Adam Silver is going to have to get a hold on. But at the same time, those are still the best refs in the world when it comes to refereeing basketball. So I do wonder sometimes if the standard that we have is just going to not be achieved in those ways. And from the 830, hockey has the best refs. They let them fight. And I can agree with you on that one. I think that's less about the refs themselves and more just about, like, the, the way that the sport operates. Nope. I'm giving it to the hockey refs. They, they seem to never make a bad call. Go hockey. Okay. Very good. Base, do do people hate umps? People have like been dead as against. That's umps. right. Well, and then the tough thing with umps is like people get to like individual umps a yes. lot of times. Like you care less about the rest. It's just that ump is like public enemy one if your team doesn't play well. Okay, very good. It's the get right right here on one hundred five three. The fan actually, I still got time. We could we could chill for a little bit. I did let you know that Jerry Jones, uh, his uh, appeal to maybe stop him from having to take a paternity test in the lawsuit from 2022 that alleged that a 27-year-old woman is indeed his biological daughter. Um, he is now compelled to take that paternity that uh, paternity test in that case, as we know right now. Um, oh, I didn't tell you this, that the MLB is considering lowering their maximum of 13 pitchers to 12 to maybe uh, in- increase the emphasis on starters. Okay. Which I thought was interesting, and I, I really... loading up the bullpen. Right, and what, but also, like... If you can't load up the bullpen, yeah, that's one fewer. Yeah, so now you're like that might help push the game more into like you know maybe trying to have starters go longer. But at the same time, that's tough. As we're trying to make these guys go faster, I wonder how all of that comes together. So 
That was an interesting thing that I saw earlier today. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Blake will be back tomorrow. We have an hour before Rangers baseball, but keep it locked here on The Fan. One more dance surprise for KNC and G-Bag. You want to stay here. But until then, y'all be easy. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.